Welcome to I Am Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. So my story takes place in India, right in the middle of the country in this small village where a young man by the name of Raj has married a young woman by the name of Asha. And they live on the edge of town in this little hut. And Asha is a homemaker, but she also makes baskets and different crafts to sell in the village as a source of income. And Raj, he's a snake charmer. Now, he's been a snake charmer for over 10 years. He was 11 when he started. His uncles took him out into the fields, and they would catch wild snakes. And he learned how to take out their fangs, and he learned how to take out their venom sacs. So when the snake would bite, it wouldn't hurt him. So he knew all this. Anyways, Raj was so good that he could train a snake in two weeks. And normally, it would take a snake charmer two to six weeks. But he was that good. So anyways, each day, Raj would go into the village. And with him, he'd have his rolled-up mat, and he'd put under his arm. And he would have two pots with him. And they both had lids, and they looked identical. And he would have an instrument close to what we would call a flute. Except it would have a a red coconut-shaped bulb on top of it, and the bottom of it would look like a flute. And so each day he'd go into the village and he would set up and roll his mat and then set down his pots, one on each side. And he'd take off the lids. One was empty for the money of abundance. And then the other one was this nice king cobra snake. So he'd take out his flute, and before he would start, he would say to himself like a mantra, today is a good day. And then he would put his flute to his mouth and he'd begin to play. Now it was much more fluid than that, but you know, I can only do so much with a whistle. So the snake's head would pop up and he would make eye contact and Raj would continue to play. And as he would, the snake would rise up and then Raj would start to sway side to side and as he did, the snake would begin to sway side to side. Now, this was a village, and from time to time, it would get tourists in. And then when the tourists weren't there, Raj wouldn't make as much money. So he was always banking on the tourists coming to town. Well, one day, it had been like, it actually been a dry spell for some time. So he decided that it was time for him to head for the city, where there were lots of tourists and lots of opportunity for him to make a better income for his wife and him. So he got home that night. And he greeted his wife, and she asked, Raj, how was your day today? And he said, today was a good day. I've decided tomorrow I'm going to wake up and head for the city, so I was wondering if you wouldn't mind packing me a lunch. And she said, of course, of course I can do that for you. So they turned in early that night, and they got up the next morning, and she helped him get ready. She got him breakfast and a lunch to go. And he got his rolled-up mat, put it under his arm, got his two pots, made sure he had his flute, and he began to walk down the street towards the big city. Now, Raj, he was a very reflective kind of man, so he enjoyed the walk. He didn't mind it at all, and he would 
tune into the space of gratitude. That was something that he grew up with. Not only was today a good day, but he would always count his blessings, so to speak, of what was going right in his life. And so as he's thinking, he finally realizes that he made it to the the city. And the next thing for him to do is to find the busiest street, because that's where all the tourists are, and that's where he can make the most money for his day's work. So he finds the busiest street, He unrolls his mat, he sets down his two pots, takes the lids off, and he begins to play. And as he plays, of course, the snake's head rises up. Again, the snake rises um, higher, and he's like, you know what, this is my day. I've got to really, like, improvise. So he stands up, and he begins to dance and move, and the snake is dancing and moving, and he does some hand gestures, and the snake's following around the hand gestures, and the tourists are starting to crowd around more and more. And more money's going in the pot. And Raj is totally feeding off of this exchange of energy going back and forth, back and forth. But what he doesn't know is that there are three guys lurking in the back. And they've got their eyes on him. And they're thinking to themselves, hmm, if only we could get that pot of money, who knows what we could do with that. But Raj isn't paying attention to that because he's so in his element with the snake, making the money and totally full of gratitude. So the day comes to an end, and he gathers up his stuff. He says his prayer of gratitude and thanks, rolls up his mat, puts it under his arm, and he heads home. Well, he gets home safely, luckily, and his wife says, Raj, how was your day? And he says, today's been a good day. And she's like, of course, yes, it was a good day today. And they catch up over dinner, how the day went and such. And then they decide to turn in because Raj is exhausted from the day's events. And so they go to bed. And the three guys had followed Raj home. And they're outside. And they're trying to figure things out. And all of a sudden, there's a noise is made. And Asha wakes up and she's like, Raj, Raj, wake up. I heard a noise. And he's like, woman, just go back to sleep. I'm tired. And she's like, Raj. Seriously, something's not right. And he's like, it's a stray dog. Just go back to sleep, please. Okay, Raj, fine. So she gets up because she has this feeling inside her, something is not right. And she was trained or grew up honoring that feeling of following her gut, so to speak. So she goes and she grabs the pot of money and she takes it and she puts it on top of her hut for that's the safest place that she can think of. And then she comes back down and she's getting ready to go back to bed, but then she sees the snake's pot, and she's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's important, too. So he puts the snake, she puts the snake's jar on top of the hut, and then she's like, all right, it'll be fine. So she goes back to bed, and the three, um, the three guys, they're kind of like the three stooges, so they're always making plans, and nothing goes right, and one of them's like, I know, I know what we'll do. I'm the smallest, therefore the lightest. I'll climb up you two, so you guys just like stack up like cheerleaders, you know, that are getting ready to do a trick. So the first guy's like, okay, climb me. So he climbs on, and then, of course, the third one skimpies up. He grabs the pot, and he skimpies down, and he's like, come on, come on, let's go, I got it. So they run down the street, and they're, they go quite a ways. And they're like, come on, open it up. We've got to divvy it up and go our own ways and such, right? So they open up the pot, and it's the king cobra. Now, if you've ever seen three guys scream really high pitch, you can only imagine what that was like for them. So they drop the, the jar, and the snake kaplops, and the guys take off. 
Well, the night continues on and the sun comes up and the next morning Asha wakes up. And the first thing she does is she checks on the jars because, again, she has this nagging feeling. So she runs up to the top of the hut and she only sees one jar. And she's like, what? So she begins to walk along the edge of the hut to see if there's a jar somewhere on the floor, of the, on the outside of the house. Well, there's not. There's only this one jar. So she's, she freaks out. She's like, Raj, Raj, wake up. Wake up. They took it. Someone took the jar. And Raj is like still trying to wake up. He hasn't had his coffee yet. So she's like, Raj, wake up. Seriously, wake up. There's a jar missing. Someone took the jar. And he says, Asha, is it the snake jar or the money jar? And she's like, uh, I don't know. So she opens it up, and it's the money jar. And she says, Raj, um, they took your snake jar. And Raj says, with a big smile on his face, Asha, today's a good day. <laughs> so he grabs his rolled up mat and his flute, and he steps outside the hut by the door, and he sits, unrolls the mat, sits down, begins to play. And he keeps doing it for a while, right? Because it's. And lo and behold, he looks in the distance and he sees a little bit of smoke coming up from the, from the dirt. And it's his snake coming home. And he comes right up to him, and he picks it up, and he puts it in a new jar. And he says, looking at the snake, today's a good day. Thank you. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.